Welcome to the Made For More podcast, hosted by yours truly. If you don't know me, hey, I'm Isabel, certified mindset and personal development coach, self-published author, passionate creator, and lover for all things that you can evolve to your highest potential. Here, I share my heartfelt journey amongst many of the lessons that I've learned and am still grasping along the way. Advice and insight on career, money, love, life, peace, and personal fulfillment in every area that you're seeking with. You'll find someone who grew out of her lifestyle that she thought she had to settle for. You'll discover through every episode on this show how I transformed my mindset to truly believing that I was made for more. Are you ready to feel like you're made for more? Stay tuned for every episode with the utmost support and the best lifestyle tips that can attract you to saying yes to yourself. Your story matters. Your dreams matter. Your goals matter. Your happiness matters. You matter. It's time to start turning the page and write a new chapter that awaits for you to show up and make the choice to rewrite your story today. Last week, we talked about remembering our strengths in times where it gets really hard to stay strong and stay positive. And we all have really bad days. So I wanted to acknowledge that because as much as this journey of discovering myself in a new light and pursuing the opportunity of becoming a life coach has given me the freedom to become a better version of myself for you guys and whoever's listening and for myself really and the people around me you know I've always loved to create I've always loved to you know inspire as well so it's given me the opportunity to find these creative outlets such as this podcast, which is kind of nuts because I just remember that little girl in me who was so distraught every time I had to do a presentation in school, I literally would turn tomato red and just cry myself in the bathroom. (laughs) But, um, Look at me now. I feel like so much has changed. I've gradually came out of my shell and I feel like these past two years, really essentially more of 2021, I started taking action with finding something better and finding something that fit with what I was trying to do, even though I had no idea where I was supposed to end up. So even though you're probably listening to this feeling like you know, she always knew what she wanted to do. I had a concept, but I just want you to know you don't have to feel like you need to know exactly what you're doing. You know, it's going to come to you once you start taking the action steps. And I know I'm going to speak on a few topics like that as well, because there's so many misconceptions and so many things to learn, which is why I'm still learning and I'm willing to just be open about it and speak to you guys from my experience and my insight. And as I go along with this journey, just everything more that I'm still and taking in my day-to-day life. (laughs) So with that being said, today's episode, I wanted to kind of speak more on saying yes to yourself and not trying to let that other voice in the parts of our head you know, keep us from choosing what we really want and trying to set goals for that, you know, staying consistent 
and choosing yourself, staying true to yourself is really the theme of today's episode because in another light and something that I've constantly felt more aligned with is when you say no to yourself, you're essentially saying yes to someone or something else. You know, you're saying no to yourself every time you feel bad for someone else or you, you know, you you end up going against your habits, your lifestyle, your morals, your values to satisfy something else that isn't serving you, someone else that isn't valuing you. That's something I've had to learn overall massively throughout this journey so far. And I feel like it's hard to choose yourself when we have all of all of these, you know, external conflicts, you know, outer circles and different surroundings and energies within our life. And it's hard to choose yourself when it's so consumed by other people and other people's opinions and their worries and their their comments. And it's just like, I've met far too many people throughout my life who don't even know what they want. They don't even have a purpose. And it's like, they're so like pessimistic about the idea of something different, something better. And I feel like the older generation is a lot more closed-minded because they were in survival mode. And I get it because us as human beings, we, we have to survive and especially with today's age, it's it's a shit show, <laughs> you know, and the price of living is, is outrageous, you know, but there's also so much more difference in generations now, like opportunities, people thoroughly showing all over the world doing what they love to do. And I feel like there's so much opportunity, so many role models, so many influencers out there that are trying so hard to get us out of this bad mindset, this stubborn mindset, really, to just settle, you know? There's an immense amount of pressure, I think, in this generation to be something in life. And without you know, the action steps of trying to figure that out, there's a detrimental part of us that just settle for what we're familiar with, what we're raised upon, our beliefs, you know, the older generation, especially just being like, you know, you have to work hard, you got to go to college, you got to get a high paying job, you got to, you know, just chase the paycheck, you got to just do what you got to do to survive. And I feel like it's amazing now that as a generation, we're breaking out of that. And people are saying, no, like this, this isn't serving me. This isn't what I want to do. I'm going to do something different. All the while, it's like, why are we judging people for trying to do better for themselves for actually listening to that inner voice that they want to trust, they want to listen to, you know, but the truth is with these people that are doing something different, at least they're doing something at least they're maneuvering through life with purpose. They have a goal. They have an action. They have a they have a vision. They have something in their mind that they're hungry for success for. They're passionate for, you know? Some people don't. Some people just settle. Some people just literally sit and wallow and hate the world 
because they feel like it's all against them. But it's like, have you tried to step out of your comfort zone? Like, have you tried to even remotely consider something better than where you've subjected yourself to your whole life without a purpose, without a passion? Then what's the point? If you're constantly battling every day with an issue, whether that be your health, your personal relationships, your relationship to yourself, you know, with finances, with work, with stress, with literally anything that causes you to be like, what's the point? What's the purpose of me doing this? Is this really helping me? You know, what am I like, what am I doing? I feel like we all come to that point in our in our life when we're so like stressed out and we're tired of living the same crap every single day, day in, day out, we come to a point and you're lying if you said you haven't, where you're like, what am I doing? What is all of this for? And it's because you don't, you're not living your life with purpose. You know, you're not, you're not taking the time to really dissect, like what's the real meaning behind any of this? But I do see a lot of people like on social media, they're actually starting to question it. And they're like, I don't want to do this. You know, like, I don't want to live in this world. But it's like, we have to find a reason worth living for. And if it's not serving you, if it's not making you happy, you got to change it. You got to change that. Okay? Like, life is too short. And I feel like people say that because they waste their whole life, like, doing things they don't want to do, settling for circumstances they don't want to live with, whether that's un satisfying relationships, you know, pursuing a career they didn't want, you know, or just constantly just surviving and not truly living. The lives that we settle for and the direction that we're headed towards is all a reflection of what we believe as individuals. If you had a rough life and you didn't come from money, you had financial conflicts your entire life, your entire upbringing, and you had no one to push you out of that familiarity, you're more than likely going to follow in those footsteps. I know because I've seen it. I've lived it. But I'm living proof that you don't have to repeat that same cycle. If all you've witnessed between your romantic relationships was toxicity, never feeling good enough, always coming up with excuses for why it's not working out, the repeated on and off cycle, breaking up, getting back together, you love them, you hate them, that's that familiar state of instability. You'll never actually settle for something because security isn't something you know of. It's not something you're familiar with. So when you do get it, you're going to sabotage it because you don't know what it is. You don't know what it truly feels like. And it's kind of, it's that triggers the fear of the unknown. So you're going to make up excuses for why it's not meant for you, why this feels weird, why why this, why that. It's all going to be negative because it doesn't feel normal. And I know because I used to feel like it was too good to be true when somebody actually treated me like a decent human being. <laughs> you know, a partner that actually takes you out is completely honest and upfront with what they want and their feelings. They don't try and argue. They actually like to communicate and talk things through. And they don't try and change you. They actually put you first. Everything feels natural. Like all of this was like, what the actual, like, what is going on? Like a million question marks went in my brain when I first met my boyfriend. Cause I was like, where did you come from? You know? 
And I used to say, I used to tell him, this is just the honeymoon phase. You know, I would make up excuses like this is this is temporary. This isn't going to last long. After a month or two, we're just never going to speak to each other again. Because in my mind, I conditioned myself to believe that that's all there was to the connections that I had made in the past, that the honeymoon phase always faded and I'd feel like there had to be something more and I had to leave before they left me. I had to feel like it was too good to be true because I was so used to getting hurt that I saved myself from the potential outcome if it didn't work out. But I never told myself, I never asked myself, like, what if it did? You know, what if I simply chose to avoid my instinctive habit of believing all things have to come to an end? And the thing is, the moment that I chose to relatively open my mind to the possibility of trusting something that felt good, and no, I'm not just talking about the butterflies, the acceleration you meet when you first meet someone, that spark, you know, the romanticism behind all the cute planned out dates and the fancy late night car rides and emotional phone calls or staying up, you know, till freaking 24 hours a day talking and texting them. I'm talking about like the real moment when you when the facade comes down, reality sets in and you're face to face with this person and everything that's said and done, you have to ask yourself after you've had your first fight with them, after you've said the whole I love you, after the lovey-dovey phase, after you've spent at least 6 months with them, do I see a future with this person? Do I see them being my best friend? You know, can I go to them when I need them? Can we build together? Can we motivate each other? Can I envision a better me with them? Keyword with, not for, because please don't ever change yourself for anyone else. That is a long rabbit hole you don't want to come back from. I know I've been there and it was the biggest regret of my life. But keyword, can you? Be a better person with them. Can they inspire you to be a better person is what I'm saying. And we have to take accountability, not just for who we are, but the people in our life. Are they bringing value to us? Are they conflicting with our finances? Are they motivating us? Are they someone that we can match on an equal, you know, mind state with on an equal level of communication of, you know, reciprocated effort? You know, can we share the same lifestyle with them? This goes with literally anyone and not just romantic relationships. I'm talking about family, friends, relatives, friends of friends, coworkers, literally any environment that we subject ourselves to. We are a reflection of that energy because we choose these people to have access to us. We choose these areas to have an effect on our decisions with our path. So when we say yes to someone else, Ask yourself, are you also saying yes to yourself? If you know that this job or this relationship or this energy you're subjecting yourself isn't going to bring you the success you want, the care that you need, or the stability that you crave when it comes down to your finances, your self-worth, your overall well-being, we have to start saying yes to something better if if it's not serving us the way that we want, the way that we envision to our truest selves. Different is hella scary. You know, it's outright terrifying, especially 
when you've been familiar with the same lifestyle every single day, day in, day out, working up, working out, paying bills, taking care of everyone else, scrolling through the internet, clocking in, clocking out, watching a movie, binging YouTube or TikTok, going to bed, waking up and doing the same repetitive thing every single day. And then you're like, what am I doing? Why am I here? Why can't my life be different? But reframe that sentence for me. How can life be different? Stop with the can't. I can't leave. I can't quit. I can't save. I can't be this. I can't do that. I can't. I can't. I can't. All those negative affirmations are just soothing that critter brain that wants to keep familiarizing itself with the same lifestyle that you've been settling for. The other side of your brain is dying for you to acknowledge the times when you are tired of living this life, when you are tired of not choosing better, when you are exhausted of saying no to yourself and always saying yes to bad habits, bad influences that distract you from what's really going on. And that's you always saying no to at least a what if. Because when you can at least do that, at least transition the I can't to a what if, that's a start. That's the minute you creep the door open just a tad bit on the other side of your brain that's going to be extremely uncomfortable for even glimpsing at it. And you might even close it a couple of times. You might slam it shut and never reopen it because the fear of the unknown is just not possible. It's too much to handle. We're not going there. Or you may just crack it open one day at a time, one week at a time, one month at a time. You might actually start to wonder, what would it be like if I opened it up all the way? These what ifs are the shifting gears in our brain that open our minds to a different light, to a different perspective, a different belief. And how do we get to this point? We listen to that voice in the back of our head, you know, the one that truly guides you. We have that little voice that whispers when something is good or bad for us. And in every decision or turning point that we face, we have a gut feeling that our inner self begs us to choose. But we cloud that inner judgment based on an emotional response because we want that same feeling from someone or something that we can't change and something we can't fix. Sure, you can try, but there's going to come a point where you don't want to fix it anymore. You'll become so drained and emotionally exhausted of being disappointed with the, with the outcome that you keep reliving, with trusting that feeling that you want, but instead you have to go for the feeling that you need. You can rediscover who you are, and once you stop focusing on everything else, you can focus on who you are, and with that, leaving any situation that doesn't serve you any longer, you'll slowly but surely open the door of something new. And don't get me wrong, what ifs can be exhausting too, especially if you're an overthinker like me. But my point is, once you have an open mind, you're more open to different options. You opened up a space in your mind that gives you the right to do and say for you. You chose to look away from a negative point of view and started taking the steps to a better one. So here comes the overanalyzing of that negative space what they call the critter brain that's going to overwhelm you with doubts, fears, guilts, and loneliness. What if we don't make it? What if I was the bad guy? What if I fail? What if I make the wrong choice? What if they need me? What if I can't live without them? What if I find someone else? What if 
what if, what if. Well, how about we change those to what if I do make it? What if I do succeed? What if I made the right choice? What if I can live without them? What if I find myself? See how drastically those positive affirmations are? With that, we can easily keep guiding ourselves, not just through that open door, but fully appreciate ourselves when we've managed to counteract the pessimism that will never essentially go away, but will be so farther down the path to choosing ourselves that eventually we'll be able to look back, nod, and keep fucking going. We might catch ourselves every now and then sinking deep into these doubts and worries, but the key here is to channel those with better ways of reframing those thoughts. With that, you'll become unstoppable. So I challenge each and every one of you to channel that this week. Every time you find yourself in a dilemma or find yourself in fear or uncertainty of something new or something different, or really just find yourself in a bad negative headspace with the idea that you can find an easy solution, you do know the answer, but you're sitting there and dwelling on it. Reframe your biggest concern. Reframe your thoughts. Reword the way that you talk about yourself to it. Restructure the way that you're overthinking about how things are going to work out. Just take a second and breathe. Be present and listen to that voice, that inner you that knows the real answer. Stop overshadowing it with the negative what ifs. Sure, it's good to weigh out all the pros and cons. I truly like go ahead and do that. I applaud you for that. But what I'm saying is don't let you get to you. You know what's best for you. You just have to trust yourself and stay true to your values, your goals, and your vision of what's aligning best with your path and your purpose. Even if you haven't figured that out yet, I promise that you will. Once you conquer your thoughts with your beliefs and acting upon those steps to move forward, learning to say yes to yourself with what feels right versus wrong You're already discovering a new purpose for yourself that's ready for you when you're ready to be fully committed to who you are and staying faithful to that. I know that this can feel overwhelming, but I still struggle with saying yes to myself. And I recently just had a session with one of my lab partners in the coaching program, and she reminded me of saying yes to myself. And it's so important that even if you don't have everything figured out yet or you want to set goals for yourself, the true way to start is to just go with what feels right. But this is my reminder of staying on your path and staying true to yourself because you deserve it. You deserve to listen to the goodness that you know you deserve. And it's time it's 20 freaking 22. Like you have to start saying yes to yourself. You have to start choosing healthier habits and choosing a better vision for yourself. If the one that you're living in is not what you want, it's not what you want. This relationship that you have with yourself, this relationship that you're in every single day with other people, friends, family, romantic relationships but ultimately it all comes down to you and how you view yourself how are you saying yes to yourself how and I want you to tell me 
in the comments below or you can dm me or if you haven't found ways to do that i want you to do that this week i want you to do that listening to this what is something you can do today to help you choose you anything it could be literally anything anything you want to do and you don't need money to do anything so don't use that as an excuse don't use any excuses because when it comes down to you and your mental health and your well-being there is no excuse for that so stop putting yourself down stop making excuses for not wanting better that's just plain and simple because it's out there there is a better you out there waiting so go freaking meet her go freaking meet him like Life's too short to waste any more time waiting for the right time to choose you. That last act was truly just me talking from the heart because I really want the best for everyone listening to this episode right now. So with that being said, please choose you this week. Find a way to choose yourself and say yes to yourself. That's my goal for you guys this week. With that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and I do post every Friday if I haven't mentioned that already. So stay tuned for next week's episode and support me. Follow me on all of my social platforms, which I will leave in the the description box below. And yeah, I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and don't forget to say yes to yourself.